Welcome, welcome, welcome to Accepted, the College Admissions Inside Scoop. This is your host, Matt Kwiatowski, Assistant Director of Undergraduate Admissions here at Canisius College. And today I have the privilege of interviewing Dr. Harold Fields, VP of uh, Student Affairs. So um, we're going to go into a couple different topics of how parents and families can support students as they're starting that transition from high school into college um, in multiple different areas. So Harold, if you wouldn't mind just giving a brief introduction of yourself. Sure. Thanks, Matt. Uh, So again, as Matt said, my name is Dr. Harold Fields. I serve as the Vice President for Student Affairs and Dean of Students here at Canisius College. I've been here since this past summer. I've approached about eight months here at Canisius, and they've been eight wonderful months despite all the snow, Uh, but I've been working in higher ed um, since finishing my master's degree in 2008, so about 14, almost 15 years of full-time work uh, post-master's. Awesome. Thank you so much, Harold. Um, So for when we're going into this topic area, my first question I had for Harold um, was, what are the most common challenges that students face when making that transition from high school to college life in the student life side? Not necessarily always the academic side. We kind of talk about academics all the time and the transition for that, but I think the student life side is almost just as important. Absolutely, Matt. I agree. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges that our students have students have when transitioning is navigating this new environment independently. Um, There are so many resources, so many opportunities for students to get involved that it can be really overwhelming for students. Um, Participating in our orientation program uh, is a great way for students to understand all the resources here to support their academic experience as well as their social experience, um, as well as a chance to meet lots of our student student organizations and student leaders um, to learn more about the clubs. Uh, events and opportunities to get involved and contribute both to campus uh, and our surrounding community. Yeah, and I think that's a good shout out for the orientation team because the orientation team at every college works very hard to put together some great programming for your students as they're coming in. And it's definitely up to you guys to maximize that opportunity to get to learn everything about the campus because honestly, a lot of the ins and outs you're going to have to deal with in daily life as a student, you actually learn in orientation, um, whether you like it or not sometimes. Um, So for the next question is, have you found that families and parents can be supportive of a transition? Like, how are different ways that they can be supportive, Um, whether they live around the corner in Hamlin Park or if they live across the country in another state? Agreed. My my philosophy is that parents are our partners. And so I really do encourage family members and parents um, to, you know, invest in their students' uh, educational experience. Uh, We do offer a parent and family track during our orientation program. So another shout out for them. Um, I encourage uh, parents and families who are able to participate to come and also learn about those resources and opportunities for engagement here on our campus. Um, That way, when your students uh, have challenges that they might share with you, uh, you're also knowledgeable about where they can get help. Uh, You may not know exactly which resource, but investing in uh, the orientation program as a family member, as a guardian, as a parent, uh, you might make a connection with a faculty or staff member um, that will prove to be very fruitful and beneficial when your student has a challenge and you're looking for some additional advice. Um, I think that our parents and families have a very uh, different role as our students transition from high school to college, whether our students are living at home or living on campus, um, they're expecting their interactions with their their parents and family members to change. Um, Some of the the expectations um, around high school um, for the time that it takes to to complete work um, or even the time spent with classmates is really different uh, in college. Um, Work might take longer. Um, There are more events and activities offered on campus. Um, Even for our commuting students, they may wish to spend more time here with their friends and classmates. 
Um, and that can be a really different experience if during high school they spent a lot of time with their, their family unit um, or if they were expected to help out with other things like a younger sibling um, or family business. Um, and now there's some other things competing for that, that student's time and attention. Um, and how parents and families navigate that for a student uh, can uh, be really helpful uh, to their academic experience um, and uh, can be something um, that uh, with intentionality and some forethought uh, could be really beneficial for both the student and their family. Yeah, and I think you, you made a good call out there in terms of like the time management change in college is completely different. You know, in high school, you're very structured, you're very scheduled, you have block scheduling. When you're in college, you basically are having a 24-7 sleepover with your best friends a lot of times, um, where you're just, you're all together in one place, you want to go do things, you want to have fun with your friends, but also you have to balance that work, kind of work-life balance at the, the first level, honestly. Um, so I think that's a really good call out. Um, what are some of the resources that you would recommend right now as students and families are trying to make that final decision before May 1st um, that they should really investigate and see what their school offers in terms of those resources, whether it be Kenesha specifically or um, in regards to other institutions that you've seen that like you've worked at where you're like, oh, this is a good thing to be looking for? Absolutely. So I think one of the things I'd encourage families to take a look at is academic support resources. Um, your students are here to get a college education first and foremost. Um, you know, Matt started by saying we've talked about academics in some other conversations, uh, and I just want to make sure that we center academics um, as one of the first priorities in making a decision. Um, you want to feel good about the quality of the education that your student will receive, uh, but you also want to make sure that there are adequate supports in place um, should your student struggle. Um, the reality is that most folks don't have a, a smooth, you know, four or five year experience without any classes that are challenging or require additional support outside the classroom. Uh, from my own personal experiences, I was a pretty stubborn uh, <laughs> first year student many, many years ago studying biology. Um, and I was not used to needing to work really hard to get good grades on my homework. That was different when I got to college. Um, and so I, for the first time in my educational career, needed to you know, seek out help at the tutoring center. I needed to go to the writing center to get uh, papers uh, edited and get suggestions um, from reviewers. Um, and those were things that were really difficult for me to do um, because I didn't do them before. And I wasn't exactly sure on how to access those resources. Um, here at Canisius, we have some great resources in our Griff Center for student success um, that can be really beneficial for students, um, both tutoring, uh, writing center support, as well as success coaching. Um, and so I definitely would encourage parents and families um, to explore what academic resources and supports are available. And then also, I would take a look at the events and activities calendar. Um, find out what types of events and activities are going on. Um, do you see clubs or organizations that reflect your student's interest? Um, can they see themselves reflected in the student body? One of the things that helps us predict if students are likely to stay is how well connected to campus they feel. They're developing a sense of belonging. Uh, making sure that students are finding that sense of belonging through their academics, through the co-curricular experiences, whether it's joining a club or playing a sport, whether that's one of our varsity sports or intramurals or club team, um, those things can all be really impactful in ensuring that students have the best uh, educational experience they can and that they you know, retain, persist, and, and continue on graduation. And so I think really evaluating what opportunities there are for the student to get involved um, and what opportunities there are for academic support are two of the things I encourage parents and families to, to take a look at. 
Yeah, and I want to give a shout out to our um, first year experience program we also have here at Canisius because um, many schools have similar programs like that, but our first year experience program tries to focus on not only one of the ins and outs of the academic transition, but also the ins and outs of the social transition here at Canisius um, and really understanding like where do you find your place within this institution and this new home of yours? Because, um, you know, we have your student here for four years. Um, so we want to make sure they feel at home for those four years. Um, and I think that FYE program, which I also adjunct for too, um, is a great example of how we kind of take that personalized approach. Now, you mentioned um, the success teams we have here at Canisius. And I just wanted to call those out a little bit because not every school has those. Um, can you kind of explain like the thought process behind that success team a little bit and why that is such an important support mechanism that we have in place here at Canisius. Yes, uh, Matt's absolutely right that not every campus has these additional resources. These folks, in addition to the faculty advisors, help support students during their academic experience, both providing them advice on uh, class sequencing, but also navigating those academic challenges that pop up, um, whether it is, you know, working up the nerve to go visit that tutoring center for the first time, um, or navigating, communicating with faculty members around illness, um, other significant challenges, those success coaches really help those students uh, have the best outcomes in their academic experience. And we're really fortunate that we have such a, a great and dedicated team here. Yeah. And, and like I said, they're called academic coaches for a reason, because I think of it just like a sports team. They're your coach. They're there to motivate you. They're here to, to mentor. They're here to be um, kind of getting you through the exercise and training that you're going to need to go do this. It's just like any sport team or any extracurricular you might be doing where you have someone that's a mentor in that case. Um, and we also have a great mentoring program, too. I'll give a shout out to that because that's that's also a really successful program we have. So, Harold, what are some differences and transitions you've seen um, between commuter and resident students in your own experiences and in particular here at Canisius? I think uh, going to college is much like uh, many other things that we endeavor to do in our lives. And what we put into it is what we get out of it. Um, I think for our residential and commuter students, I have seen students, um, when they live with us or don't, who are completely invested in their experience and are uh, very well engaged. So they're joining clubs, they're making connections with their peers, they're connecting with faculty and staff, um, they're, they're building that sense of belonging, they're finding their niche um, and, and their path here as a Griffin. Um, there are also residential students who sometimes struggle with that. Um, and so I think one of the, the biggest differences between the experience of transitioning from high school to college for commuters and residential students is really that opportunity. Um, and so thinking about your student, if you're a parent, um, or a guardian or a family member, and you know how um, that, um, if you have a choice about commuting or living at home, you know might help you make some decisions about uh, the opportunity cost of commuting. If you're concerned about how your student might connect with other people, if they take a little bit longer to warm up to folks, if they're more of an introvert, um, there are definitely some benefits from li to living on campus. Um, overall, there's always a benefit to living on campus in terms of access to uh, both academic uh, facilities. Uh, as well as the co-curricular experiences. Uh, but uh, I also am very aware that uh, it is not an inexpensive venture to, you know, to go to college in 2023. Um, and uh, one of the ways that many of our families uh, make that affordable is by you know, having their students live at home and commute for some portion of all of their educational experience. Um, and those are really uh, real things to consider um, in terms of the affordability of the experience. Um, but there are definitely some opportunity costs with commuting uh, and thinking about your individual students' preferences, and how they build new relationships, make new connections um, and engage with new experiences might provide some guidance for you if you have the flexibility to decide between commuting and 
essential experience. Yeah, and I think that's a good uh, segue to a degree also on community versus resident, but that like with every student, it's different. Um, I know commuters at Canisius that are the most involved students in the world. I know residents that aren't involved at all. It really is all on the student perspective. Um, and I think that's really just the initiative of the student to get out there and get that exposure. And I know everybody's not an extrovert. Like, you know, I'm, I'm an extrovert, so I'm a little biased. I say, it's not that hard, but like for an introvert, it can be really hard. But it's really just finding those niches and those places that you feel that they're your safe place, they're comfortable, they're your home. And that's really what's important. Um, so kind of as like a parting piece of advice for families, um, you know, what is one piece of advice you would give to families in regards to their students' involvement in student life at their new institution, wherever it might be, but in particular at Canisius? Yep, I think the one piece of advice that I'd offer families is please encourage your students to try something new. College is a great opportunity uh, for students to learn both in the classroom and outside the classroom. Um, and being able to learn in a place like this one, uh, where there are faculty, staff, and other, uh, other students, you know, peer mentors, uh, peers in clubs, on sports teams, in class, um, in research groups that can uh, help support your students as they try new things and learn new things, makes the, you know, the, the risk associated with trying something new feel much less. Um, to know that there's a community here to support you. Um, so I would definitely encourage you to encourage your students to try new things. The other thing I'd encourage you to do is when your students have a challenge is, you know, help empower them. Uh, help them, you know, uh, come up with a game plan and encourage them to try to execute some of the plan on their own. Um, I know that, you know, every parent has, you know, their, their own approach. Uh, even uh, in my own home, my wife and I sometimes take different approaches with our kids. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I found that for college students, it is often really helpful um, for parents to um, and family members um, uh, to encourage those students um, to to try to advocate for themselves. Um, occasionally, I, I do hear from parents quite a bit. I talked to I think two or three different parents today, um, and uh, usually what we're talking about is how we work together to support that student um, and uh, how we empower that student to be active solving whatever challenge um, is going on and helping advocate for um, whatever support they need here at the college. Yeah, and I think it's great because I think one piece that I always suggest to families through the admissions process is like, don't be afraid to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help in any faster form. It's actually better if you ask for help because then we know there's a problem or there might be a challenge and then you can get the assistance that your student or you need to help them through that problem. And I think we can't fix what we don't know. Absolutely. And I think that's like the number one takeaway I always come with. Um, so I'm asking you a fun question though here. Sounds good. So, so, you know, I always say, uh, Kenesha is your school, but Buffalo is your campus. So if you had to name your favorite place to eat in Buffalo in a student life perspective. From a student life perspective, that is easy. It is Forno Napoli. Um, it is a pizza restaurant actually near University of Buffalo. Um, and... Uh, the day that my wife and I came to Buffalo to look for the home that we eventually would move to um, once I accepted this position, we stopped there for lunch and went over all of the, uh, the houses that we stopped to visit and had some great pizza. Um, my kids love pizza. Uh, I'm a bit of a pizza snob growing up in Philly, um, and my wife loves pizza as well. 
Um, and so when we found Fort Annapolis on that first day, when we were looking for houses, um, we said, great, we, we can live in Buffalo. Uh, meets our discerning tastes. <laughs> it was its destiny right it there. Was, so it Star, was. Star Wars style. It was a destiny. It there. was. And, and the offer on the house was accepted. So it was a double win. It was a double win that day. Um, well, Harold, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. We really appreciate it. Um, again, this is Harold Field. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us here at Canisius. I'm sure Harold will be more than happy to answer any questions you ever have. Come on our way here. He'll be at our accepted students events um, if you guys have questions in that regard too. But um, thank you again for, for being on the podcast. No problem. Happy to do it. Awesome. So this is um, Accepted, the College Admissions Insider Scoop, signing off, and go Griffs.